This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday morning, October 24th, 2022. We're just 15 days out from the midterm elections. We got a beautiful day today. We had an incredible string of 75 degree temperatures, blue skies, trees are turning colors, oranges and yellows and browns. Beautiful time of the year. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. These are your top five headlines for this Monday morning. And let's start off with headline number five. Nancy Pelosi does not believe Democrat legislation has contributed to inflation. From the Daily Wire, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat out of California, expressed no regret during an interview Sunday morning about passing legislation that many experts have said turbocharged inflation. Pelosi made the remarks on CBS News Face the Nation with host Margaret Brennan when she was confronted with the reality that Republicans could win back the House of Representatives during next month's midterm elections. Tim Young, the fight is not about inflation, it's about the cost of living. Nancy Pelosi, who thinks you're too stupid to know that inflation directly impacts the cost of living. From the RNC research, things like sending those $1,400 checks, putting cash out there, didn't that end up contributing to inflation? Question mark. Do you have any regrets? Question mark. Nancy Pelosi. No, absolutely not. All right, let's listen to Nancy Pelosi in her own words. But on things like sending, you know, those $1,400 checks, putting yeah. cash out there, right. I mean, didn't that end up contributing to inflation? Do you have any regrets about the bills you passed and how you structured them? No, absolutely not, because this that was necessary uh, for people to survive. Our purpose it was, it was that it was inflationary. The, the, well, no, but the point is, is that when you reduce unemployment, it's inflationary. That is a fact. Okay, so that's exactly why we have to vote these guys out. This is uh, Nancy Pelosi at her finest. She's nonsensical. She has no common sense. She doesn't really understand anything about economies. She's been a politician her entire life. She spends like a drunken sailor and prints money as if money grows on trees. And we get the result of inflation. We get the result of high energy costs. We can't have the Democrats in power anymore. Midterms are very important that we elect these guys out of office because if we don't, we're going to have more of the same because they don't even see it as a problem, and that's a problem for you and me. All right, headline number four. Dr. Fauci, other officials to testify in case regarding big tech censoring free speech. Fox News, a federal judge has ordered Dr. Anthony Fauci and other Biden officials be deposed as part of a lawsuit against the Biden administration, alleging that the government colluded with social media companies to censor free speech related to the coronavirus and other controversial topics. According to a court order from the United States District Court 
for the Western District of Louisiana, U.S. District Judge Terry Dowdery concluded that Fauci's high-profile public comments have made him a key figure in the lawsuit from the Republican Attorney Generals of Louisiana and Missouri, who alleged that collusion between the Biden administration and social media companies to censor coronavirus-related speech that could be damaging to the White House. From the Daily Caller, following third-party subpoenas of Twitter, YouTube, and Meta, the plaintiffs were able to recover documents showing communication between federal officials and social media companies, which they alleged amounts to a censorship enterprise that spans the federal government. The findings prompted the plaintiffs to name 47 new defendants, swelling the total number to 67. Okay, so this stuff's all starting to come out. Uh, Epoch Times had an incredible article also on censorship during the J6 situation and how they manipulated the algorithms and how they controlled the narrative and deleted other important free speech issues that would have counteracted their narrative. Now we're seeing these things starting to appear, and this is under a Democratic administration. So wait till we get into a Republican administration and the committee hearings start. That's when we'll get to the truth, because we need to have a bipartisan committee that takes a look at it and really examines exactly what went on. All right, headline number three. Democrats look to move forward with student loan cancellation after court issues temporary hold. From the Hill, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said on Saturday that the Department of Education is moving full speed ahead with preparations for its debt relief program after a federal appeals court temporarily blocked the program on Friday. CNN, the order from the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals comes in a case brought by six Republican-led states asking for a preliminary injunction to halt the policy after a district court dismissed the case earlier this week. The effort is separate from a Wisconsin taxpayers group's challenge to the program that was recently rejected by the Supreme Court. Miguel Cardona, amid some Republicans trying to block our student debt relief program, we are moving full speed ahead, preparing for implementation so we can deliver relief to borrowers who need it most. All right, so here's what it looks like when the Democrats start pushing their programs. Hello, this is Miguel Cardona, Secretary of Education, with a quick update on our debt relief work. First of all, the application is now live, and we are so pleased with the interest. We are more committed than ever to provide debt relief to eligible Americans, especially after the struggles of the pandemic. As you know, we've faced more than half a dozen lawsuits, many from places that accepted PPP loan relief last year. But we're not deterred. We'll keep fighting for you and pushing through. The application is live at studentaid.gov. As you apply, watch out for the scammers that want your information. As you stay vigilant and protect yourselves from scammers, we promise to fight to protect you from baseless lawsuits trying to stop us from providing you debt relief. We will not stop fighting for you. So if you were watching that on Twitter, you, and you can, you can go to Twitter and look at it, you'll see that Cardona, he's got this big smile on his face, and he's just giving out money as if it's candy. And it's called the Debt Relief Program, which is a complete misnomer. It's actually builds up more debt. We're already $31 trillion in debt. The fact that he's giving away billions of dollars for people that have incomes as high as over $100,000 a year 
just tells us how out of touch the politicians are, and they think that they can just keep spending and printing money, and it's, it's going to get to the point where it's not sustainable anymore, especially with rising interest rates. They've shown calculations that the interest rates alone will, will be over a trillion dollars a year, and it's going to come to a point where we just can't dig ourselves out of it. So, folks, we need to uh, have a revival here, a, a cleaning of the house. We need to clear out all these big tax and spend Democrats, and we've got to do it here in the midterms. That is the future of America if we don't. And it's very serious right now, so let's vote them out. All right, headline number two. Head of the U.S. Navy claims America must be ready for China to invade Taiwan. Financial Times, the head of the U.S. Navy has warned that American military must be prepared for the possibility of a Chinese invasion of Taiwan before 2024, as Washington grows increasingly alarmed about the threat to the island. Admiral Mike Gilday, chief of naval operations, said the U.S. had to consider that China could take action against Taiwan much sooner than even the more pessimistic warnings. From the Telegraph, America's military must be ready to respond to a potential Chinese invasion of Taiwan that could come before the end of this year, the head of the U.S. Navy has said. Newsweek, responding to the remarks on Friday, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin asserted that the U.S. needs to be fully aware of the extreme importance and highly sensitive nature of the Taiwan question, end quote. Yep, that's exactly uh, what we knew would happen at some point. A weak president, a Biden administration, Ukraine could see weakness. So they went on the offensive. And also China sees weakness. And now they're going on the offensive. So the Reagan doctrine is in full play here. Peace through strength. China is most definitely uh, building their military up. They just recently built their first aircraft carrier that was built in the country, not imported from some other nation. They're spending more money than the U.S. is, and they're going to outpace us militarily if we continue on the track that we're on right now. We have problems here where we have this Marxist ideology that's dividing us as a nation, and the Democrats are in control, and they're spending money on ridiculous things like inclusion, equality, and all of the transgender issues that are also part of the military. And now we have a weak military, and we need to build it up because we are at great concern and danger with these totalitarian nations around the world that are becoming more and more powerful and beginning to threaten our foreign policy. All right, headline number one. Republican Lee Zeldin takes first lead in polls over incumbent Kathy Hochul. From the New York Post, Republican Representative Lee Zeldin has edged past Democratic incumbent Kathy Hochul by decimal points, and the race for governor is now a dead heat, a stunning new poll released Friday reveals. Significantly, it's the first poll showing Zeldin running ahead or even with the Democratic governor. A poll released by the same group in early September had Hochul leading Zeldin, the Long Island congressman, by six points. Interactive polls. New poll. Lee Zeldin holds one-point lead over Kathy Hochul in New York governor race. Representative Lee Zeldin, 46% plus one. Democrat Kathy Hochul, 45%. All right, so that's uh, very good news for the uh, Empire State. 
It's been a complete disaster with the the recent governors, uh, Como and now Hochul, who was temporarily appointed after they kicked out that, that crook, Como. And she's probably worse than he is. She's just a nut job, a crazy lady. And crime has gone through the roof. She's unqualified. She's only going to make things worse. The New Yorkers know it because people are moving out of that state faster than you can uh, shake a stick at it. They're all heading down to Florida. They need, a, they need some new blood in there. They need, a, they need to change courses. They need a different party in there. Put Lee Zeldin in there and see if he can clean up the mess and get that state back on track. So that's good news. It's going to be a red wave tsunami. It's going to sweep through deep into the Democratic stronghold, and we are going to wipe them out on November the 8th. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday morning, October 24th, 15 days out between the, before the midterms and the most important midterm in our lifetime. We need to prepare ourselves and get out and vote and do the right thing. All right, we'll see you tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. Thanks for joining us all. God bless you. Have a great beginning of the new week. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 